You've been listening to The Last of the Real podcast. Catch all the episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. No chill, don't try flex round me. Muscle get stretched round me. Small free nil, pass the pad. Don't act bad, but I'm bad when I feel. And still, it's like I'm the last of the real. It's like I'm the last of the real. No, I didn't know what to expect from it. Because, mm. like, they were just like, oh, we've seen your set. You, we know you chat shit about men. Great, perfect. I was like, oh, okay, I can do that. Was it the it was the same it was a similar role to um crop circles wasn't it? Kind why, of. Why do you always play like the angry like the girlfriend or the mother? <laughs> I don't know why everyone thinks I have that vibe. To be fair, I feel like crop circle was more like I was his sister and I just kind of thought it was a bit of a waste, man. Like you're still still selling drugs at this age. That yeah, was yeah, more yeah. of the vibe. Whereas Harry's one was like, I was the same. You're a waste, man. Yeah, it was the same. <laughs> it's pretty much the same, man. You know. Are we in? And typecasting. Cool. I've never been to these studios. I don't know why. It's proper rundown, isn't it? It looks proper ghetto. No, it's just, it's in like I feel like it's where all the studios are. Just in like a random warehouse looking. Yeah. I would have picked the studio that's closer to you because there are pirate studios all all over London, right? <gasps> but the ones that are closest to you are always fully booked, and there's only one podcast room, and that gets booked up. Yeah. Clearly, there are other men you want to chat shit about women. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's the vibes. <laughs> That's what everyone's doing, man. That's what everyone's Do you on. not think it's like bare saturated right now? What, for podcasts? Yeah. I think a lot of people should get their mics taken away, yeah. <laughs> you reckon? I'm so serious. Every time every time I see a clip of a man with a microphone, I hold my breath. Swear. Because nine times out of ten, you're chatting shit. Yeah, that's true. I think the last one I saw was a man complaining that he has to pay £100 a month for child support. £100? £100 for your child? No. I said, yeah, we're finished. Is that what we said on the pod? Yeah, he was like, I don't understand what a hundred pound. The court system is what? It's set up against men. A hundred pounds? Big man, what? Yeah, no, it's crazy, man. But I but I read an article recently and they were like, um that it's gonna die. Podcasting is gonna die. I don't think it's gonna die, you know. Cause I just think it's another it's just another avenue that people have just discovered. So the same way radio hasn't died. Mm. TV's still around People don't really watch it anymore But it's but still there A girl asked me the other day at work She was like So what do you do in your spare time I was actually shook To tell her that I do a podcast I swear to God It's because of Exactly because of what you said Because like It's so saturated for the mandem So I'm just like Oh I was like yeah I do podcasting And she's like Oh so what like Do you draw people out Do you like what Do you chat shit I'm like oh who should split the bill Sort of thing I'm like no 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 <laughs> But every t- I don't understand why That's still a conversation as well mm. It's a big conversation Why? I was just about to ask you as well. Who just split the bill? Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, 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 just split the bill. <laughs> I'm not a split the bill babe, but I'm not like. I'll, I'll usually I'll do that. Oh yeah, do you know what I mean? Or go to oh, I'm gonna quickly go to the toilet. No, I'll never go to the toilet. <laughs> I'll never, I'll never violate like that. But I'll be like, oh, you sure? Okay. Do you know what I mean? But do you just on the topic as well? If I, if it was me, if I really wanted to go out on a date with her, I would pay for it. This is my thing. I feel like if it's someone that you actually like. Mm. Why are you upset about paying for the first date? I'm, yeah, not, no, exa- I'm not even like and I agree. single date. And yeah. I agree, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like it's great. I've paid for dates, like four or five dates in, but I've paid for a date. Really? You really like them that much? Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, must, I must really care about you, motherfuckers, honestly. Like, but do they like kind of stop you? Like, no, 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 I'll take it. Or they're like, all right, yeah, cool, sort of thing. Nah, do you know what? There was one guy, and I said I'd pay for it, and he was like, oh, go on, big spender. Oh, money. I said, <laughs> I said, this man is never seeing me again. Big spender. I don't know. What, I, 
It was bowling as well, you know. Twenty pound, you could it's be not that though. deep. It's not that deep. You're taking the piss. 100%. It's not that deep. Never. Kara, how you been? Thank Good you so man. much for coming on. Thank we are man. live right now. <laughs> here, man. But you've been away for so so long. Yes. Um, you you moved like a journalist for the last month or so, acting like BBC <laughs> National Geographic, just like going out and so. What? Where did you go? Where so, did you go? The first, so I went to Madeira for my birthday, for my 25th. Oh, yeah, yeah. Happy yeah, so belated birthday. Yeah, thank you very much. Thank you. Um, and then I came back and I had a gig in Ayanapo. So I just came back on oh. Tuesday. Yes. How did, how did that go? Mm. No. No, do you know what? Uh, <laughs> it was a trip. Okay. But that was, that, it was business. So I, the show was great. The show was fantastic. Yeah. I want to hear it. <laughs> I felt the show. The show was good in it. I just, I just feel like was it the audience or the or the man that moving there? Or like what? No, what was it? It wasn't even anything to do with that. It was more so just the organization. But like I don't. Oh wanna, okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. But like it was, it was, the audience were actually fantastic, and it was it was an older audience as well. So the crowd, it was very much like, say the average age was like late forties, fifties. Okay. The kind of, but I love those crowds because for me, if I can make. If you can make older Caribbeans laugh, mm. you're funny, man. Because these lot will look you in your eye and not do anything. They will let you know that you're shit. They will, there's no. Did you get that? No, no, no. Okay. But that's how when but you that, that, when but, you smash yeah, a show yeah. like that, you feel on top of the world. But your your jokes, you because when you when you when you tell your jokes, it's mm. mainly like okay, there's an age category for this for this joke. Sometimes some of my jokes are more like, but even I thought that because I did, I have a joke about dating. Yeah, and there's a bit where I'm like, anyone dating, and no one made noise, and I was like, right, cool. Anyone in a relationship, no one made, made noise. noise. I was like, right, cool. Someone's lying, and I said, anyone in a situation, everyone went, rup, rup, <laughs> I said, so you're not telling me this never ends. I'm gonna be here for fifty years. I was fuming. I was like, you look at him with your sneaky links. No way. At the age of fifty, bro, I said, yeah, nah. Times are changing, man. People are getting older, realizing they don't want to be married to this man. They don't, they don't want man. To be married to this woman, and they're cutting. They don't, but th did that have a different turn on your joke? No, not really. I think yeah. it just made it a bit funnier. Yeah, you're just there, like, okay, let me just crack on. Man. Yeah, because <laughs> everyone's experienced it at some point. So yeah, you know what I'm talking about. More, more time, those jokes, you're laughing at me, and it? it's a situation mm. that I've been in. So you don't necessarily have to completely understand or relate to what I'm saying. Yeah, but you can laugh along to what's happened to you. Do you um you see when you tell your jokes, let's say you go on a date and stuff, because sometimes your jokes are all mainly about like relationships and stuff. So do you ever like when a man go on a date with you and let's say if it doesn't go well, mm. right? And do they ever get worried like is she gonna chat shit about me on stage? <laughs> do you know what? Since I've started doing comedy, I haven't really had a bad date. Like I haven't. Well, to be honest. They're on the best behaviour. Yeah. But it's more so it's more so my friends that are like, don't write that down. Don't write that down. Oh, I'm like, come you know on, I'm man. gonna write it down. You know I am. 100 percent I'm oh. gonna make a video. You're, you're a you, got, you got to. Do you know what I mean? Why it's all content. You? It happens, man. But it's yeah, no, men don't they're not really that worried mm. about it's, I'm making it sound like I've been on hella dates, but like Yeah, yeah no, no, but it's, have, it's not like you're name dropping them. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, no, like, but like but, the ones that I have been on a date with, they've they've been calm. It's been great vibes. So I haven't really needed to Yeah. No splitting the bill nonsense. None of that rubbish conversation but i feel like you you're like you come across as such a sweetheart do you know what i mean thank you very much but it's like i am but but when you're boring on stage it's like what the fuck? you're best spraying them down do you know what i mean i think i think that's part of it i think a lot of i think that's is, that's where the comedy yeah. yeah that's where it's like 
it's like seasoned in a way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? People don't expect it to come out of my mouth. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Even if I make like a sex joke, people are a bit like, because they don't. They don't yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. they have a certain perception of me when I walk on stage, and mm. then when I talk, it kind of sets them, sets them back a bit. So I feel like. It kind of adds to it. So I am a lovely person. I genuinely yeah, am. Yeah, but yeah, no. my, my persona on stage, I guess it's just, I guess it's just a more confident version of myself. And I, it's just me saying what other people won't say mm. and what I probably wouldn't say on my day to day. How did you start doing it? So I started doing comedy in uni. So I went okay. to uni for drama. Sweet. Yeah. And I had a module in stand up comedy. Really? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. did drama. We never had that. Yeah. I think I went no, to the University of Kent and I think we were one of the only. Like I don't. I think we're one of the only. What, is that what all the comedians are at in Kent? There's bare comedians in Kent. I went there. I went. They um. They invited me back there the other day. To okay. Do like a little to talk to a few. Aspiring oh, then was there? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was <laughs> bare people trying to do stand up. Stand up comedy is. There's so many stand up. I was. I had Axel Blake on on here. Oh, great vibes, man. I wanted like I he's because I knew the the tactics of stand up. Mm. The whole premise, punch or whatnot. We were mm. talking about it. And I, do you know, I might try it. I might try I it. Should. I might try it. I feel like everyone should try stand up once. But do you know what it is? It's not about the not being laughed at or the rejection. It's just knowing how or when the joke is going to bang. Yeah, you can't always read it. You can't always. Yeah. Sometimes I'll write a joke down and the audience won't laugh where I think they'll laugh, but they'll laugh at another bit that I didn't really think that was, was that funny. Mm. So that's you kind of just have to test it. You never know. People will laugh at People laugh at words. Sometimes I've just said a word or I've just made a face and people are dying. And I'm like, all right, cool. We've got to, <laughs> let me work with this here. I could, I could do that. But honestly, I think everyone should try it once, man. If, even just for confidence. Just for, yeah, that's a good, that's a good way to put it. That's yeah. such a good way to put it. It's a great, it's a great thing, man. I think stand-up comedy is one of the greatest art forms ever. It, oh. Ever. Like just being able to, being able to make people laugh for a living. Mm. Is as a blessing, in and itself. it makes you feel good as well. Yeah. It's quite therapeutic. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It's man. like yeah, yeah. Like knowing that you've made someone's day, or like people message me and just be like, "Oh, your videos are." Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Damn, wow, <laughs> great, oh, fantastic. Um, cool. So in Kent, that's where you started uni. Yeah, yeah. After um, that, so it was during my. So basically, during that module, we basically had to write material and perform it every week. Yeah. So as my lecturer was watching me, he was like, "You need to do this professionally. Like, you have to do this." And I was like. I'll give it a go. Yeah, yeah. And so I literally started doing it around campus, came to London, went to a networking event, I met my first manager, and then I just started doing shows and it kind of just went on from there. It's just a cheeky little trajectory. Your tutor, did they just look at you and be like, they like, you are the one. Like, fuck all the other students. Like, you are the one. It wasn't like, fuck all the other <laughs> students, you're the one. But it, it was very much like, I see it. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. see it in you. This is something that is, it comes very naturally to you and a lot of people mm. A lot of people are very nervous when they first start. And I'm that's one thing about me. People always say to me that when I'm on stage, I have a lot of composure. Mm. And that's wild because you don't understand that every time I'm going on stage, I'm questioning why I've chosen this. As Swear, why? Because so, I have anxiety, like really bad anxiety. Oh. So it, it really does attack me every time I get on stage. But as soon as I get there and I say the first line, I get the first laugh, I'm good. But good on you though. If, like, no, if you've got anxiety and like, this is what you do. Like, do you know what I mean? Like that's That's mad. No, it's crazy because I've always been a creative person. So I've always known that whatever I do in life, mm. it's going to be in front of a, a crowd, whether that's me acting, whether that's me dancing, whether that's yeah, me doing yeah, whatever. Yeah. So I, from from early, I kind of just knew I had to start putting myself in uncomfortable situations. So I, I just firm it, man. I have to mm. firm it. Yeah. So when you met your manager, what was the next step? So were they already managing other people at the time? No, no, no. So he um he used to walk, 
what walk they used to work alongside Hall of Comedy, so they used to do comedy shows. I think I know who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. I started doing shows with them, and then I started okay. meeting a lot of other comics because I started on the black circuit. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, I just started meeting other comics, and they tell me to do these shows. They tell promoters about me, and then this person would see me, and then book me for that. And yeah, it kind of just just took off from took there. Off, man. Yeah, yeah. Talk to me about Comedy Central because that is big, big, big. That's yeah. a big deal. No, what? that's crazy. You know, like. Wait, is it is it is it cold in here? By the way, are you cold? I'm alright, you know. Yeah, you good? Little breeze. Okay, cool. Um, so I got Comedy Central. Um, so it was after I got, after I got signed, but um, I got that opportunity, and it's it was just wild, man. I was just like, huh, what? Mm. Okay, because I'd seen a few clips obviously before, but it's not something that you can really comprehend until you're in it, and I didn't realize how much it would kind of take off one of my clips it hit 18 million views the other day that's so good yeah 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 and i don't think i've really taken in i'm just like, oh, okay. yeah yeah but it's it was just wild man i I think i was more worried about because when you transition from the black circuit a lot of my jokes is is tailored to people that relate to what i'm saying yeah so growing up in a certain household growing up around jamaicans Mm. um so when you when you start doing it to an audience that might not necessarily understand what you're saying, mm. there's a bit of worry there that the last won't be the same. Mm. You have to explain it a bit more. Mm. But it's just about, I don't know, you can kind of change your jokes to where you're now kind of teaching the audience at the same time as you're telling them a story. Mm. And they can picture. So now I'm telling jokes and people can see what kind of person my grandma is. They mm. can see what kind of person my yeah. mom is. And it, it makes them laugh the same way. But growing okay. up, were you were you like this as well? growing up i think it's more like do you know what it is it's 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 an observation of your family as well yeah it's like growing up it's an experience you're like okay cool now that you're a comedian mm-hmm. everything you see is like not every completely everything but like what you see you turn that into a joke mm-hmm. and you put that down on paper yeah so growing up we also known as like that comedian like that funny person and that yeah growing up i was always the clown i was always especially in school i was a class clown mm. but i was also very reserved like yeah in certain situations like i used to dance i used to go dance school so in that kind of situation i was very reserved very quite insecure like in the back but when i was around my friends mm. i'm the class clown my teachers i'm the class clown i'm the favorite because i'm you can't tell me off I'm making you laugh yeah. you know what i mean that was that was always my thing you can't i can't get in trouble because you're yeah. laughing right now mm. um and i don't know i think i just learned that as time went on anytime i felt uncomfortable i would just make people laugh mm. i would just I would just do something stupid. Um, and stand-up's always something that I used to watch on TV. I used to bang Lee Evans' specials with my mum. Oh, I've watched... Do you know how many times I've watched Lee Evans? One prob- of the... I was heartbroken when he said he was going to quit. That genuinely shattered me. He's retired, yeah. yeah that shattered Oh, you're a big Lee Evans fan, I yeah. love that man. Like, me and my mum used to watch him all the time on TV because his specials were always on TV. Yeah, like, yeah. It's the O2 always. Arena one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is crazy. So, But it's, just, oh it's never God. something I thought I could do. So being here now is just it's just wild, man. I used to always watch his stuff whenever I, whenever I used to feel a bit like down and stuff. Yeah, I used to always just to whack on it like Lee Evans. It's funny, man. It's just, just funny, and it was just the fact that this man Lee Evans was someone that put his all into comedy, and he's so dramatic as well. Dramatic, but, but for the for good for good reasons. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? This man's suit would be light blue at the beginning of his set, dark blue by the end. Yeah. I've never never in my life have I seen a man sweat for a suit ever. Yeah, but he put his all into it. So he ah uh, I. I love him, man. I so. wish he didn't quit. I wish he didn't retire. I would pay big money to watch that man live. Now. Same. Have you seen him live? Never. Fuck. Never seen him live. I feel like he retired before I got into it. When did he retire? Um, probably like 
three, four years ago, maybe. Yeah, so I started doing comedy just before lockdown. So it was a, yeah. So oh, like that's so early. Yeah, man. I mean, late? Is that late? It's in terms of, like, I've, I'm, I'm still so quite you, new. I'm you, still you're new. pretty much new, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm still a, that's everyone, I'm like a And you've baby. come this far? No, I appreciate that's it. That's pretty, pretty good, man. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm grateful, man. It's God. It's God. Yeah, good. Who, which comedian do you look at and think, yeah, like, who, who, which comedian did you look at and think, I want to be like? Do you know what? In so I feel like it's different with the UK and with the US because there are so many comedians that I absolutely love. Mm. Growing up, Lee Evans. Um, when I was in school, Axel Blake was one of my favorite comics, man. Like genuinely, I find Axel so funny till mm. this day. I think he's hilarious. Um, Michael McIntyre. Um, I've only seen his Wembley one. Yeah, no, Michael McIntyre is hilarious, man. Really? You know he got voted the unfunniest comedian. That's crazy. But I think it's just because he's he's family friendly. Made, I yeah, think a lot yeah. of people just, they like to hear the mm. the swearing, the inappropriate stuff. Yeah. Kane um, Brown is one of my favourite comics. Kane Brown is a UK comic. Mm. Um, I, all of you don't go and watch that man live, man. I don't know how, he's just, you put that man in any room, mm. any room, it could be the most difficult room. And he's, he's turning everyone everyone's dying everyone's laughing they're cracking up um yeah man um judy love of course yeah um in terms of the u.s kevin hart dave Chappelle, bernie mac those people are kind of like bernie mac especially is one of the people i used to grow up watching um even till now my dad quotes it he's not funny (laughs) Um, but yeah i'm trying to think that broke my heart man bernie mac yeah and the funny thing is if bernie mac was around today that man would have been cancelled I even watched one of his skits the other day and I said, yeah. <laughs> said, oh, Let me try to remember his face. Actually. Hold goodness. On. You know, Bernie Mac. 100%. The name is the names though. I'm not going to be like one of them. You know, when people are like, oh, name rings a bell. But no, I, the name is very recognizable. You see that? I, I scared you I, motherfuckers, man. Like, is, you, is that not ringing a bell? No, maybe. Oh, damn. You, when you Google his face, you'll know. But Bernie Mac is one of the greats, man. Honestly. Oh, I didn't believe it when they said he died. I thought they were Damn. chatting shit. I thought they were chatting shit. Yeah, man. That's breaking my heart. But I also don't like the fact that they're they're lying. Like the, me- the there are media pages. I didn't even notice this on Twitter, but you can like see if someone's if it's based on opinion or fact. What's happened to Jamie Fox? So the, they I can't remember what media page it was but they said that his condition is worsening his family are saying it's condition worsening. i saw that on twitter actually yeah and his family said we've not put out a statement so what can condi- uh, so like he th- had a stroke yeah but we haven't heard anything since but all press him man because jamie fox one of the most talented oh no wonder like people were swearing under the twitter post as well yeah because it's, it's yeah, I, like, I don't think i think it's crazy how people lack so much compassion and empathy a family's going through something mm. and you lot feel no way to just chat it's shit and tell the news like, in it and it's fame that's like it's wild to me though like people will lose that's why paparazzi and all those people they, I don't understand I don't understand how you can do that job you see what Kanye did he hired paparazzi men to be with him Mad. as in like so oh, if, Kanye's a bit you know what I mean I don't know if Kanye's a great example uh, that man's you know <laughs> Completely. You know your impression of men is fucking yeah. hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you. I don't think you. De- I don't think you, you're deep in it enough. I've been doing it for so long now that I'm just, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. just like. But do you know what? Because when you do it, it's like I think of. I think of the man them as well. You can hear it. I can hear it. I can think of some some guy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Everyone knows that guy, man. Everyone knows him. 
Everyone knows him. Did, how did you find your voice in comedy? I started doing jokes. I remember one of my first jokes is about how I hate spoken word artists. So <laughs> yeah, oh, do you know what? Me and you, the fucking same. Oh, mate. Oh. <laughs> drag me out my house to hear, like, oh, no matter be Because you didn't see the pee, heart. What? Get, get out of my face. I'm fuming, man. And nine times out of ten, no one knows what's happening, but you, man, are there, like, mm, mm, mm. You don't know what was said. You have no idea. You're <laughs> like in your mind. You're like, oh, this is deep. This is deep. It's not deep, man. Don't get me wrong. There are some spoken. Yeah, yeah no, 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 shoot me. You know, yo, don't fight me. Like, I've been holding. No, 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 Kyra, I've been holding in this in for so long. For don't, so don't long. Don't be ashamed. Don't let them silence oh, you, man. Oh my days. But no, but it's deep, like like this is what they're passionate about, isn't it? Do you know what I'm saying? No, like, but, and someone... there are some fantastic ones. Don't get me wrong. I've seen some clips on TikTok, and I'm like, you've changed me. Like you, so this is talent. This is talent. You're good. You're watching, you're watching that. Like, like mm, mm. I started clicking along. I said, mm, mm. It's, a, it's a fucking click as well. It's a click. This is perhaps too much, but like a lot of them. Just... <laughs> so when I look into your I just, eye, I don't see the time. <laughs> not, like, and a lot of them just switch up the rhythms and they start moving their bodies, yeah, to distract you from the fact that they're saying absolutely nothing. Yeah? Nothing. I, yeah? I've been holding this one in for so no, long. Don't hold it in, man. Don't let the people silence you. Don't let Did the people silence you. Oh. Um, but yeah, so that was one of my first jokes. Yeah. Um, I'm like, I might actually bring it back. I haven't done it in a, in a couple I, of years. I'll bring it back, no, man. It was, it was a, bring it was a good it back. one, man. Um, um, I, started, I was used to do jokes about my family as well. Um, but it was very much just like they weren't attached to me. I was doing a lot of detached jokes where it's like, this is funny, this is funny, this is a funny situation. Mm -hmm. But I think I started to find my voice when I started to make my jokes, my jokes a bit more personal. Because people love to hear about what's happened to you. People love laughing at comics. Yeah, like they like to laugh take at the your piss pain. Out you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So people exactly people like to see you take the piss out of yourself. So I think that's when I started to kind of find myself. Mm. And I started changing my jokes to like, just so people could relate to it. You know, like this is what I've been through. This is how I feel. Yeah. I know I'm not alone. Yeah. Um, and I think once I started to get a bit comfortable in that, that's when I started to, really, mm. my writing started to come, become a bit easier as well. Cause it's really, it's really difficult. Like, I still struggle with it. And I have, there are definitely jokes that I haven't performed. Cause I'm like, that's too personal. Cause it's really difficult to stand on stage and just expose yourself to people. Like people, are, when Kevin Hart has done all these jokes about his dad and yeah, yeah. you know, like him being on drugs and stuff, that stuff's not easy. Yeah, and watching it, you just think ha ha ha, but it's really difficult it's, to get yeah, out yeah, there yeah. and expose the side of yourself that it's like Dave Chappelle. Whenever he says a joke, he's kind of like ha ha. Wait a minute, what did he yeah, do? yeah, he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like what? come again. Yeah, but it's like it's it's deeper than that. It's so it, much deeper than that, man. And so I, why don't you try that then? I like, although it's there, personal, man. but it's like, oh well, yeah, yeah, like it's because it's hard. I'm not someone that really... I've only just started speaking to my friends about stuff like that. Uh, do you know what I mean? About the things that have happened in my life. and Really? Why is it, yeah. How comes it taking you so long? I'm not a... I'm very much the person that people will come to for help. Right. And it's only in a, the last couple of years where I've realised that I actually cannot... I can't keep things in here because I will lose it. Like It's just... Because I'm someone that will bottle things up until I can't. And mm. then... It's an explosion of just emotion and feeling, and it's just not healthy. You know so I mean? how comes you? How comes you like that? How, do you know why you're like that, or is it just like something um, experienced growing up? I think it's just it's a lot of. I'm I well once once I got diagnosed with anxiety, I said, "Oh, mm. makes sense." But I think there's a lot of things that 
I've probably seen or experienced and it was just a lot easier to not tell people what was kind of happening or like it was just I don't know I just think it's a lot easier just to, don't to let make people don't laugh yeah, you know yeah, what I mean yeah. I'm not someone that wants to sit here and cry I wanna I'm trying to bust jokes I'm trying to yeah 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 trying to bring up the vibe. but you can't you can't like go and bust jokes and then come back home and start feeling some yeah. type of do you know what i mean like yeah, and do you like know what like a lot of comedians have been feeling like this as well yeah it's difficult and it's it's, it's, it's it's strange like it's like i don't want to say it's a pattern amongst comedians but it's just like do you know what i mean it's no, it is. is that like an escape <laughs> <laughs> it, is. it is man i ever said the other day i was like yeah yeah clearly i'm mentally stable so i'm on stage do you know what i mean like yeah. it's just a lot of comics use comedy as it's just it's a like a release it's a thing. release yeah, yeah. do you know what i mean it's just this is the fucked up shit that's happened and ha 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 let's laugh about it a lot of comics are like that mm. and it's um it's a way for people to deal with it but it's it's sometimes it's easier to make it into a joke rather than sit at home with it and sit and think well okay yeah, yeah this yeah. is why this is i'm feeling like this and xyz but i mean th- i've started i started therapy mm. which is great you know how's that going to be fair, my issue is that I'll have one session and then my schedule doesn't allow for me to have another. Mm. So I've had a lot of first sessions. Yeah. And they've been great. Do you know yeah. what I mean? They've been they've been fab. Yeah. Um really feel like I've learned a lot. But um I know what I need to do. It's just it's just about having the time to do it. So I'll get there. When you say first sessions, go I've had therapy session. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was good, mm. but fucking NHS they only give you like a certain amount of days to Yeah. I did the NHS one. I did, I yeah. did a lot of the NHS one, but I didn't find it that helpful. Yeah, because it's free, isn't it? Yeah, it's free. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just someone going, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah? And, that, and how did that make you feel? Yeah, that's exactly how this work. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And they start giving me documents like I'm in primary yeah, school. Yeah, it's like, I need you to fill out this, this uh, fucking, <laughs> what is it? What did you fucking call it? This, this, this survey. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no. And just it, tell me if you want to kill yourself. <laughs> yeah? Just let me know. I don't need to call the police for everything else. Oh. Everything else is between me and you. Like, I'm just like, it's just not working, man. It just wasn't, you know, it just, it wasn't the vibe. But I feel like everyone needs to understand, you're not going to find the right therapist straight away. That's another thing. Because yeah. I find a lot of friends that. And, and there's a waiting people. list. Yeah. There's a waiting list. Yeah, man. Like by the time, it's like, do you know what? Look, they're like, oh, it's going to be eight weeks, like eight weeks um, yeah. waiting list. It's yeah. like, <laughs> Do you know what? I think I'm cured right now. No, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think I'll confirm it. I'm, I've lasted this long. Do I really need to talk about it now? Do you know what I mean? It's just peak, but I feel like, I think that, to be, I, had to, I had to fork out the money to actually like pay someone because mm. NHS is it's not going to work for you. Yeah. And of course, um, that's better than the N- NHS. Yeah, exactly. An actual, someone that you're paying and they, you feel like you're getting They fucking care. Money, do you know yeah, what I mean? They care about it, but... um. Was it at, yeah, yeah. Well, at the end of the day, is it just more like them trying to be like a call center sort of thing at NHS, just like, oh, here's another patient sort of thing? Yeah, that's how it feels. Even when <laughs> <laughs> I saw a TikTok the other day and it was like, you go to the GP to talk about depression and anxiety. Mm. And it was so accurate. It's just like, how are you feeling? Oh. <laughs> okay, well, we've only got 10 minutes, so we're going to have to pick one of those. Yeah. What do you want Why to talk the about? fuck would you add the time to that? I was just, it's how they are, man. Every, and I don't even blame them because I know everyone's understaffed and underpaid and everyone's struggling, but it's just like, I just- I'm not going to lie to you. I tried to Google my therapist. I'm like, I want to I wanna put a name to her face. I couldn't find her. I just don't, I feel like that's breaking a few barriers. Here. No, no, no. I'm not going to lie know. to you. Listen to me very carefully. That's so like, funny. Like, what if I'm on the train and she's sat next to me? I go, would have never known who she is. 
Like, what if on one day I'm just sat next to her on the train? Do you know what I mean? Like, who am I to? Who am I spilling my guts to? Yeah, and a lot of the time it's um. No, no, no. Like, it's like students as well. Fuck off. Because when when I was having it was like uh someone that was practicing to get fully qualified. I didn't really like. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So that's that's why I don't know what to say because a lot of these they're, they're learning on the job, which is fine. It's absolutely fine. But, but like who am I? Who am I talk? Like who am I talking to? I don't know. Oh, I've, I've never seen her face. And I they can't. always say oh, my name's Sophie. Okay, and I'm gonna be here. Yeah. Here for the next six weeks. Okay, if you need anything. Just... Try LinkedIn as well. Not there. Do you know how many people will be there with that name? Like, I, the, the, my my one had a weird name, but she sounded like a teenager. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I, I don't even go to the mandem to spill my guts, and I'm just talking. Ask, like, That's so funny. Do you know what I'm saying? That's so so funny. Like even my girl at the time, she was just like, go see a therapist, and it's just like, well, if I'm not chatting to you, like who the fuck up? Who's this? Who's this woman there? Do you know what I'm saying? No, some. Do you know what? Sometimes it is actually easier to speak to a stranger, and I realized that speaking to a therapist because I don't know why it feels a bit. It's a bit harder to speak to people that have known you for a long time yeah. and tell them, this is how I've been feeling. Mm. It's a, it, it feels a bit more exposing rather than when you're talking to a stranger. You don't really care. I mean, this is why people always like get drunk on nights out and just tell people their life stories. Because oh. you can walk away and just know that that's not going anywhere. Do you know what I mean? Like That's basically the NHS. Yeah, man. You go, you, they, they only chat to you for a certain amount of time. It's like, all right, have a good day, man. Yeah, I think that's why so many people don't go to therapy because the girls' toilets is enough. You know? Swear, what? <laughs> in the girl's toilet is gonna be going you're beautiful okay you don't yeah. fucking need him <laughs> fuck him fuck him and i'm like i swear to god she preaching right now fuck that motherfucker like you don't need therapy <laughs> heather just told me i'm gonna be okay you know what i mean like so i think that's why a lot a lot of people therapy is just not as accessible as it should be mm. unfortunately but i think there's definitely a change a lot more people are starting to realize that it's a necessity. So that's great, man. So, so how do your friends feel now that you've like you, you, you've spoken to them? Are they like, "Where the fuck is that?" Like, what? I think they when get I, like, "Whoa!" When I first spoke to my friends, because there was a there was just a day where I don't know, I just every I just had to get everything off my chest, and I was just mm. I I was talking to one of my friends, and I think I cried like four times in front mm. of him. It was just like, oh. but he was he was very much like, "Thank you so much for yeah yeah for no that's me. good though." Just, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It yeah. Was, it was such a safe space and oh. it was just it was so lovely so luckily god has blessed me with amazing people Good. around me Good. and they're super supportive and they're super lovely so it wasn't like a it, you realize that all the fear that you had was for nothing yeah you know yeah 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 the devil's going to try to play with you man not me what's what's like putting you off the most now what's like jarring you the most like in terms of you know whether it's affecting your anxiety or is there something right now and like when you wake up you're like oh why is that well, like why is this happening is there anything that's like just bothering you i think my anxiety is the biggest thing and my my people pleasing i'm a very big people pleaser. really yeah, i hate upsetting people i don't like when people are upset with me it's a very big like i don't know it's a proper thing like that's why oh my god you're so like you're so sweet <laughs> you're so sweet bro have you are you not hearing her she's so sweet it's so Kyra, no, and next thing you know, you jump on stage in front of bare man, like, like yeah, fuck, 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 like, fuck this guy, fuck that guy, fuck that guy, fuck him as well, <laughs> fuck you and your mama. Like, it's just, I don't know where it comes from, man. It's just you know, because it's so funny because when I first started doing comedy, I spoke to a comic and they were like, "You're so lovely." Yeah, get man. rid of that. <laughs> what? Yeah, and I said, <laughs> I said, raw. <"Rah." laughs> But it's true because you can't, you can be nice and you can be lovely, but there's a certain point where people will realize that they can start taking advantage of your kindness. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm at that point now where people feel like they have a certain amount of access to me still. Mm. They feel like they can ask for this and ask for that, or they can just 
do certain things and because usually I'm like, yeah, cool, no problem. I don't want to inconvenience anyone. I think now I'm just starting to put those boundaries in place just because I realised it started to affect me. Mm. And when it starts to affect like my mental and I'm putting other people before myself all the time, it yeah. starts to take a toll on me. So I definitely mm. feel like I'm, I'm stepping into a new... Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I think 25, you know, I think I'm just... from Okay, so from, from when you started comedy mm -hmm. up until now, what has been like the biggest realisation within yourself or within the industry? Or like even both the journey, like okay, cool. You're like I've entered this. I've learned this about myself. Mm. What's been that? Um, I think being being in this industry and like with the pace that my career is kind of going, I think I've realised that I was a lot more insecure than I thought I was. Okay. And when you're forced into people's faith, you don't have time to get over those insecurities. You kind of have to. Do you know what I mean? There's no, there's no build up. There's no, all right, let's learn to love ourselves for a year. And like, do you know what I mean? We'll stop posting pictures next year. There's none of that. Yeah, yeah. Everything happens, has to happen at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Everything just has to happen at the same time. So I think my biggest realisation was just that I need to start, I need to learn to start loving myself before I start Loving giving people. myself to, to the world. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because that's, I think that's how people get mm. sucked in. That's how people like start to lose themselves. I always want to, remain grounded know who i am mm. i know god put me here do you know mm. what i mean and i want to be here for a long time so i think it was just it was getting through those insecurities and i'm still going through them but it's a process man it's a journey what's your biggest insecurity um do you know what growing up it was always like just my appearance in general i was just always like, yeah like no nah, but i feel like don't make me do it no nah, like, <laughs> you know what it is when you grow up like because i was i was quite a big kid in it and so when you i was yeah i was a big kid and i, I used yeah. to do ballet and stuff like that and i think a lot of my insecurities developed in dance school because when you're around these girls that are probably like picture perfect kind of ballerina yeah. and you just kind of feel like you know you're kind of put in the back you're not put in the front like mm. oh you start to feel like when the, when, heart, yeah, when the when the dance teacher's well, trying listen. to do your hair for an exam and she's struggling you just feel a bit like oh. do you know what i mean it starts to over time it starts to pile on you. Family members will make comments, oh, you're, you're getting fat or like, like you need to stop eating. Or mm. da, 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 da. I used to be obese when I was younger. Crazy. I was overweight. That's crazy. My mum was like, this is more important than your education. You should, she was like, you need to go to hospital. I had high cholesterol as That's well. Mad. Yeah. In year seven, I was like 75 kg, 80 kg. Wow. I was yes, fat. Seven. Yeah, seven, man. My mum didn't realise I got a letter home from the doctor and they were like, sort your shit out basically on the, on the letter. <laughs> So you know when you <laughs> you got a letter home. I got a letter home saying like I've never ever had that in my life. Yeah, I got, got a home. letter home. Yeah, he's saying that I was overweight. Like it's it's serious That's health key. issue. Why I the first thing in my mind is try being my size, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> it's like. Nah, that's peak, man. Hercules. Nah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's peak though. And then like I was so because I was so insecurity, yeah, yeah, embarrassed yeah. as well. I went to I went to go see the doctor with my mum. Yeah, yeah. And the guy was like, "You need to take a shirt off because we need to do some checks on you." And there were like five junior doctors sitting behind me. They're, they're like learning as well. They're just watching you. And they're watching me. I'm like, Eek, man, and the doctor's like, "Do you mind them being here watching you?" I'm like, "What can I say?" And then my mum and my doc and the, the doctor's asking my mum like, "So what has he been yeah, eating?" Yeah. <laughs> and then they were trying to say like, "I'm a kid. Like I can't be like, no, get, get the fuck, get out, the of fuck me, out of here, man. Well, I showed him my titties, bro. Get the fuck out." Of here. <laughs> 
You didn't see all this milk, bitch? Get the fuck out this room, okay? No, it's weak, man. Bless you. Yeah, man. It must have been so traumatizing. And then I'm like sitting quiet. I'm like hunched over, yeah, innit? And then my yeah. mom's like listing all the food that I've been eating. I'm there looking at her shame, like, oh my God. No, but, no, but parents sometimes as well, man. Because my grandma used to feed me, bro. Like, my grandma yeah. used to, as a baby, she used to give me a big man's bowl full of porridge, breakfast, lunch, dinner. Yeah. When at school, I would like, she would send me to school with a big pack lunch. I would go to school. I'd go like McDonald's or Greg's before school. I'd go yeah, Morley's yeah. after school. Then I'd have dinner. And she's just like, spoiler, let, let her eat, let her eat. <laughs> and I'm just like... You don't realise as a kid, you're like, yeah, let me eat, man. Like, you're just eating it all up in it. And as you get older. Like school days, at seven in the morning, people used to eat crisp chocolate. Seven up. <laughs> crisp bourbon biscuits. Yeah. And fizzy sweets we before were not, the first class. We were not normal. We, we were fucked, man. And I think it's, it's I, I love the fact that this generation are so much more, uh, they're more hype, they're more aware <laughs> of their health. We weren't, man. We were not. <laughs> And it's just so hard, like. But you grow up and you start to realize, you start to fix, you start to fix all those things. But I feel like a lot of those insecurities that you had when you were younger, they kind of stay with you, man. They they do stick with you, and it's something that you have to unlearn. It's mm. something you have to get out of your mind. Um, it is what it is, man. It we is were not normal. We were not normal. We were not. I can't believe that. And people were selling donuts and crisps on oh, their blazer pockets. Oh my so, days! And I was eating it. I, was I eating bet you're a customer though. Active. <laughs> Regulars on a regular basis. <laughs> you got them biscuits. Y'all know what time it is. It's ten o'clock. Right? Do you know what I mean? You know, during um, Ramadan as well. Um, you know, the chocolate bars called Breakaways. Was like, oh my god. My, 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 was like, Jordan Breakaways, Ramadan. Right now, bro. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to break my fast. No, you know, you breaking your fast on a breakaway. <laughs> no, breakaway. Nah. Fuck that. Has to be something more important than that, man. You can't do that. Man, them used to come out with the, you know, the 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 ice buckets with Capri Suns in them. You man had ice buckets. One of the one of the guys used to sell in school, the, the blue thing. He used to bring it with him. That's really finishing me. Seriously, we had, we, we had a guy. Sorry, my guy just... nearly put cost cut out of business. This is. But talk to me a bit about your gig before you go. What's yeah, gig so for? um, it's for uh, Ola. If you guys please follow her, she's amazing. Um, she's doing a fundraiser gig for Sudan, um, in Kings Cross. So that's where I'm on my way to. Got lovely comics, Michael Odawale. Slim performing, Nabil. Where something. can they find you? Uh, find me on Instagram and TikTok at it's Kyra Gray. Um, people keep messaging about my YouTube. It's coming, man. It's coming. I've been. Oh, you don't have a YouTube channel? I've got a YouTube channel. There's a couple of videos on there, but they're yeah, old. Not, not I haven't done anything recent. But we'll get on that. Yeah, I am. I am. I am. I am. Promise. Cool. All right. Thank Kara Gray. Thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate you. Me, love, 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 love. Thank All you. Right.